Yo, what's up, everybody? My name is Jerome, and welcome to the podcast of Influencers Impact. Hey, man, what's going on? Not much. How you doing? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. Good, good. Where, where are you at right now? I am uh, just south of Seattle, about 40 oh, okay. minutes south of Seattle in a town called Puyallup. Okay. Is it warm there? <laughs> uh, it, the sun comes out every once in a while, but it's, it's, it's a bit chilly, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, I hear that. And do you guys get a lot of snow out in Seattle? Sometimes. Sometimes there's a lot. This year, we didn't get any at all. I mean, we had a, like, a couple of drizzles, but that's about it. Man, I wish. See, I'm, I'm out <laughs> in Canada, um, and in, in Ontario. I'm in southern Ontario. So it's pretty warm for the most part, but where I used to live was northern Ontario, and it would snow all up until May, easily. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we didn't get much this year. We enjoyed it last year, though. It was a ton last year. That's good. That's good. Well, I, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to, to go live with me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. And it's Julian Garcia, right? Julian Garcia. Yeah, you got it right. Awesome, awesome man. Well, if it's okay, um, I just, you know, I have a couple questions that, that we can um, discuss and if there's anything that you don't want to answer you don't have to it's it's totally fair game but um let me know or let us know a little bit about like what do you do on an average day like what does an average day look like for you <laughs> well these days uh my average day has a lot to do with taking care of kids mm -hmm. uh homeschooling well my wife does most of the homeschooling let's just be honest <laughs> uh <clears throat> a lot of a lot of graphic design a lot of video creation um, going on walks, mm -hmm. playing with the kids in the backyard in our playground. Yeah, I mean, man. just, it's, it's a pretty chill life right now. I mean, I'm, we're working hard, but it's a very different schedule from, you know, what we're used to going in the office and having yeah. our, you know, our normal office hours. So uh, a lot of late nights getting work done mm -hmm. and uh, you know, mornings are always crazy around here with two kids running around, losing yeah. their minds because they're having to, they're stuck at home. Yeah, exactly. And, and I can only imagine like trying to be um, a husband, a father, and then also to do your own like work is hard enough. But I just want to commend you on that because every parent, I'm not a parent yet, but every parent who has to deal with having to take care of their kids, their spouse and work at the same time and keep their faith going is like, incredible. <laughs> it's a lot. It's <laughs> yeah, for sure a lot. Sometimes a lot. I'm like, what is happening right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. So um, you mentioned that, you know, you did some, you're doing some graphic design, some video stuff. Uh, did you always want to be a graphic designer when you were growing up? You know, I, I, uh, I accidentally came one, became one, uh, wasn't okay. on purpose. Uh, I was a youth pastor probably about 12 years ago. I was a youth pastor wow. at a little, little church here in Washington. And uh, there were two full-time staff members, the senior pastor and myself. And wow. uh, I had to do a lot uh, for the church as you know, as a whole, and I was leading worship, I was the youth pastor, um, I had to do the graphic design, I had to make videos, I had to mm. be the sound guy, I mean, I was kind of everything, and so uh, in that moment was something dawned on me, and I started making graphics, and I was terrible at it, and I, ha I used um, a little program called GIMP, and <laughs> it was a free program called GIMP, because we couldn't afford to have Photoshop, and something right. simple like that, and uh, just kept on working on it and learning and getting on YouTube and learning from the great people who are out there who put out great content and uh, fell in love with it, man. It's just something that 
I like to do. And I, I almost sometimes do it just to pass time and do whatever I can. Anything that's creative, starting from scratch, blank canvas, mm. um, gets me excited to do. Yeah, I really like that. Honestly, I, I think we're, we're a little similar, only that I think you're way more advanced than me. But um, I kind of started with um, wanting to be a graphic designer before I ever became a pastor. Um, so I wanted to be a graphic designer slash an actor. And those are two different things. Um, but when I became a pastor and I got into ministry, it kind of started where I wasn't the media guy, but I, would, I found myself doing a lot of starting to do some graphics, learning programs, Photoshop. And just like you said, there's times where um, if I have a blank canvas and I have past time, like I'll spend hours doing something that's probably not even one of my projects, but I just yeah. feel inspired <laughs> to do something else. Absolutely. Yeah. Just creating from scratch, man. It feels good. That's right. That's right. So when, when you, um, cause I, I want to, I do want to talk about like some of the designs you've made, but when it comes to um, creating a project or working on something, what, what inspires you to kind of get started? If that makes sense. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, obviously there's trends that are going on, you know, I don't, I don't want to get too outside of the trends sometimes, especially when it has to do with masses and what's, uh -huh. you know, what's, what's grabbing the eye of people right now. There's that side of things. Some, some designers are like, oh, I hate trends, you know, but I think it's great to, to go with the trends or even start trends is, is always a good idea. Yeah. But, um, you know, when it comes to, when it comes to um, creating stuff on my own, just for fun, like if you go back to the beginning of my page, of worship and creative and you kind of scroll down to the bottom you'll see a bunch of just random stuff that has nothing to do with anything and so what i was doing as i was literally just reading my bible <laughs> and choosing a verse or choosing a, a verbiage or something like that just to go off of and yeah. i would just as i'm praying and as i was uh, reading the reading the word i felt like the lord would speak to me and give me a vision of uh, what he wanted me to do in that moment so i did that every day for the, probably the first, um, gosh, probably the first year of wow. my page, every day I was creating one graphic that had to do with something that I was reading in the Bible that, that day. Um, and it was a challenge, bro. I did that just to, to challenge myself and to grow. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it turned into worship and creative and what it is right now, you know, but, wow. uh, but, uh, inspiration came from the word. And then if I'm doing something like as a project for the church, Obviously, it's kind of easy because the pastor has a sermon title or right. um, if I'm doing it for a company, they have their, their logo or their saying and their mission. So it's easy to go off of that stuff. But I always always want to make sure that I'm looking at what's out there right now, what's what's hot, um, mm. you know, because sometimes I'll think something's super cool and it's just not going to catch. You know, people are <laughs> right. like, what, what is that? And I've noticed that a lot of times when I've posted something I'm excited about uh, and it gets like a little bit of traction, hardly anybody cares. And then I'll post something that I'm like, yeah, this is all right. And it gets like the most love I've ever seen on my page. And I'm like, what in the world is happening? And it's because yeah. trends and what people are loving right now, you know, and that yeah. changes, I would say that changes every 90 days. Mm -hmm. um, the trends do. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, inspiration comes from all over the place, man. Just for me, it's mostly, you know, if I'm just creating for fun, it's just the Holy spirit speaking to me. I'm reading my Bible, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, that's that's when I create the best stuff uh, is in those moments. Yeah, that's really good. There's there's something that you just touched on with uh, you were talking about creating and, and where you get your inspiration from and going to the word and how trends change every 90 days. Um, but I know some people, they they fall for the I call it the comparison trap where yes. if one person creates something, 
they'll replicate the same thing, hoping to get the same results. And normally that's not the case. I remember Justin Bieber, he posted a picture of a water bottle and it got millions <laughs> of likes. And then yeah. someone else did the exact same thing and it got like 10. And I'm like, yeah. two different people, two different ranges. But what would you say to someone who has found themselves creating things for um, like the success of others? So like they'll create something, they'll get yeah. five likes and then they're like, ah, that was terrible compared to just doing it for the sake of what they feel in their heart is right to create. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're a Christian and you're a believer in Jesus and you're creating, um, I just think it's always best to create as as a form of worship. And that's why um, even for me, I was I would, ooh, a bee just almost hit me in the face. I <laughs> I took that challenge to help me bring back um, the simplicity of who God is in my life, you know, and for so long I was creating for for business or for money or for um, the like, you know, and stuff like that. And in fact, uh, I I wrote a blog post one time talking about just the journey of worship and creative, how I started it really in 2015. And Mm -hmm. I I did three posts. And um, after those three posts, I quit because I had 21 likes. Um, I had a couple followers. I mean, it just, I didn't see value in it based Mm -hmm. off of what I was receiving back. Um, right. And so I quit it. And then in 2018, the Lord spoke, spoke to me again. He said, Julian, you need to come back to the basics and create for me and not for yourself. And mm-hmm. uh, so that's when I rebooted Worship and Creative and started it again. And it blew up because I really believe that shifting my mindset from I'm going to create so that I can become famous or I'm going to create so that I can be seen or I, I'm going to create so I can get likes. Um, I shifted that mindset and said, mm-hmm. I'm going to create to glorify God. I'm going to create to, to allow the Holy spirit to speak to me. I'm going to create for the purpose of his kingdom. When I, as soon as that shift happened, bro, that's when everything changed for me. Um, and, and then, and then the Lord spoke a new season. He said, okay, no longer do I want you to be the only one who's, who's creating for this channel. I want you to start using people who just like you are about to give up because nobody sees their stuff. And um, so I started hashtag keep creating for a purpose Mm -hmm. and I'm sure it's out there already before me, but for me, I started using it because I wanted people to be encouraged to, Hey, listen, just because you don't get a thousand likes, just because you don't get 30,000 followers, that doesn't mean you're not valuable or your work isn't, isn't valuable. What's valuable is, is the mission that God has put you on. And so if you can shift your mindset and allow yourself to be someone who creates for the purpose of glorifying God, I really do believe that's going to be more blessable than creating to become famous or, you know, creating to be known or to be seen. So, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's powerful. Yeah. And for me, that was, that was the mind, that was the shift and it just blew up. I don't even know. I don't even know what to say. Like it just happened. Here we are. Like what? okay, I'm gonna, uh, let's keep going. Let's keep moving. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. And it, and it kind of like, it's biblical, like the Lord, um, like we can plan all our, all we want, but the Lord's the one that establishes our steps. And exactly. when, you, when you mention mindset, it's wherever you set your mind on, that's what you're going to pursue or chase after. And Absolutely. I was telling some of our students the other day, like we were created, I think, to be creative. Um, like I think God created us to be able to go and do stuff not for the benefit or glory of someone else, but for him. And just like you were saying, 
you know, you shifted your mindset of, hey, I don't care if I get likes on this many. I don't care about the followers. And right away, all of a sudden, God's like, you might not care, but I'm going to just give it to you anyways, just to decide, <laughs> you know, yeah. and still, your mind still has to focus on God. This is still for you. And, you know, whatever happens, I'm, I'm still going to chase after that. Yeah. And I, and I, I even with Instagram, a long time ago, I stopped looking at the likes. Like I, I, mm -hmm. I post stuff every day um, and I don't even look at, I have no idea how many likes I get on each post. I don't even yeah. look at that stuff anymore. And it's, it's healthy. It's healthy yeah, for right. me to to not um, find value through that. It's healthy for me just to hear the Holy Spirit post something mm -hmm. that I feel like people need to see or hear. Um, yeah. And that's all. Like, so I don't, some of them might have 2,000 likes. Some of them might have 500. Some of them might have 200. But the best thing that, that um, I could have ever done was to just mm -hmm. shut that out of my life. Yeah, that's so true. Who would you say um, are some other creatives or artists that you um, are inspired by? Like whenever you're working on something, like what are, who are some people that to you are like, hey, I love their work. I love what they're doing. And, and you just feel inspired by those people. Yeah. So there, there's a couple. Um, I love the different styles of, of a couple of different people. Uh, one of them, probably because of his heart, even even more than his style or his design, which he's an amazing designer, is Josh Whiting. I've had a lot of conversations with him. He's Josh Whiting is um, Bright Cole. If you ever follow him, uh, that's his no, channel. No, no, Bright Cole. So Bright Cole is he's he's just a lover of Jesus. Um, he doesn't work for the church. Uh, hmm. He works in in the industry of marketing and uh, branding and all that stuff. And so, but his his heart for the church is so huge, and he just wants to see people come and uh, experience Jesus through his work. And so he's putting stuff out there all the time. He hand draws a lot of stuff. His, he's just wow. such a stud. Um, Bright Cole, another one is um, Dustin Cooper, super cool. Um, his style is just, is very unique. He's very fun. Mm -hmm. um, he's very, he's, every post he ever posts is solid and I'm never yeah. disappointed with it. I'm, I never go, this is all right. He's, he kills, kills it. And mm -hmm. uh, family man, two kids, you know, all this stuff. Just yeah, super super inspired by him. Um, and then, uh, man, there's a lot of, that's so, that's such a tough question. Cause I know it's okay. Answer I, what, what, whatever you feel. Like. I have a huge, such a huge community of amazing designers that it's like, how do I even break that down? Um, <laughs> yeah, I could, I could go on for days, bro. But th I'll, I'll just say those two off the top of my head. People probably yeah, have yeah. seen them before. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, those are probably I'll, my. I'll definitely, I'll definitely reach out to those people and and check out their stuff for sure. Yeah. Um, you have on this account, uh, and I love it. Hashtag stop bad church graphics. You know you have that on <laughs> yes. there, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Can you can you talk on that because I think it's so profound. Where, um, so I've I've I'm only been a pastor for five years, but I remember some pe people would just put up like random stuff on social media and just hope it's going to stick but there's like no planning no nothing touch if you can't touch base on that on that hashtag stop bad church graphics like what what is that about and what can you say to churches regarding their i guess their influence when it comes to like creating graphics for their church yeah. or instagram or whatever yeah so um that really comes down to it really comes down to helping the church. It's not a, it's not a, mm -hmm. it's not a, uh, an attack. Um, right. I've had a few people like, man, that's, that's tough. That's harsh. But 
it's not an attack. It's, it's a, it's, we want to help you be better. That's right. And, and, uh, it wasn't my idea that came from Josh Whiting and, mm-hmm. um, and Chandler Boyce from Oklahoma. He's a youth pastor out there for youth America. They approached me about it. And mm-hmm. I, I got super excited because man, it's my heart. It's exactly what I, what the purpose of what I'm doing is for. And so stop bad church graphics. So all I can think is everybody knows that pastor who yeah. posts on their personal Instagram of a screenshot of some random picture that has nothing to do with anything with awful letters on top of it that say like some cheesy line that's about Jesus. Right. Um, yeah. I think we've all seen it. I think we've all seen bad websites where, you know, the church is putting out these graphics talking about, you know, which I get it. I get it. A lot of these Uh guys can't afford to have full-time people. Um, They're trying to do it themselves. They have no idea what they're doing, but our goal is to help those churches. Our goal is to say, okay, we know that you aren't the best at making good graphics and mm-hmm. you may not be able to afford it because your church is a mega church or you don't, ha- you don't have a full-time graphic designer. So right. what we're doing is we have a website called free church media, and we would love for you to take advantage of our graphics that we've already made and using them for your sermons and for your church, for That's your amazing. social media, for your church. And it's all free. We don't charge you nothing. If you want to donate. Awesome. Yeah. If not, it doesn't matter. Come and came, come and take advantage so that we can make, jesus and and the church look good because we don't we want to represent jesus in the best way possible and i think that the way to do that is um not only by the way we live our lives i think that's the number one thing we need to live a life that's holy and and righteous before the lord but also when when people go to our website i want them to go wow this is attractive when they go to my instagram or my facebook wow this is this is attractive i want to be a part of something like this and when it's cheesy and bad it just i'm as a creative and as somebody who loves creating i'm personally not i'm going to look at it one time and go no i'm good and i'll move on right um but when they visually capture my eye it's easier for me to stick around and want to be a part and so freechurchmedia.com for four churches to help them and then we have stop stop badchurches.com which is also that's for the artist to be a part of it so they can upload their old work that they're they're just having sit on a hard drive somewhere and mm-hmm. use it for the kingdom of God forever and ever and ever. Um, wow. Because if you're a graphic designer and you're watching how many of your graphic graphics that you've made, you use them for one sermon series and then they sit on a hard drive forever and never get used again. Sure. Our goal is that we can take those and share them with the world and allow other churches to take advantage in, of how good it looks for their, mm. um, for the church and for the kingdom of God, you know? So, yeah, um, stop bad church graphics. Yes. We want to stop bad church graphics, but <laughs> in a good, but in a good way, in a positive way. That's right. That's right. Now I got a question for you personally. Um, you're ready yeah. to explain it right away. You have an obsession with Disney. I do. I can see, I saw on there, it was on your site. So I'm not just saying that prophetically. I, I did see that you posted that. Now, let me know what, what Disneyland means to you. <laughs> you know, um, I didn't grow up going to Disneyland. Uh, went, okay. I think I went twice as a kid. Um, but when I married my wife, we went to Disney World for our honeymoon. And wow. it was just magical, you know, like, yeah. I just remember thinking to myself, this is the most creative place that I've ever experienced as a whole. It's not just 
a graphic or it's not just one mm. video. It's, it's an experience. And yeah. ever since that day, we've been in love. We're, we are, we actually um, have annual passes and we, so we go, we go wow. like once a month, we're going like once a month and, uh, and we live in Seattle. So yeah, that's right. Um, so for us, it's, it's obviously a getaway. It's a way for us to just be kids and have fun and, um, mm-hmm. you know, just do something that doesn't matter. Like there's, there's no, there's no work. There's no clocking in, clocking out. There's no, um, there's nothing holding us back. We can literally just go mm-hmm. there and have fun. But the second part of it is I, I always get so inspired when I'm there because when you walk around and you, you smell the smells, you, yeah. you see the visuals, you hear the music, it makes me a better creative to be in those environments for my church. Because um, huh. when I was in a pastor in Albuquerque, New Mexico, I took a lot of, I took a lot of um, that mindset of Disneyland and took it into our Christmas services and our uh, wow. Easter services. You know, I was a part of an amazing team of creatives. Um, but, but my mindset wasn't uh, really church. It was, okay, how can we do our best to make this like Disneyland? And it was such a great experience. Now our budget is like minute compared to what Disneyland has. And so that's right. the challenge. That's, that's where I go, okay, I want to be like Disneyland but we don't have the billions of dollars to spend. We have mm-hmm. $6,000. What are we going to do with $6,000? Um, yeah. And I was able to see that and, and think in a way that it made me a better creative, you know? And mm-hmm. so it's, it's inspiring. It's, it's freedom. It's a, yeah. it's a place for us to just let loose and be kids and have fun and laugh and have no responsibility yeah. really that's really what it is for us for sure dude i i love that my wife and i we've never been yet but we we plan on going one day and i've heard people say go before you have kids because then you can experience it differently than when you have it's, kids it's, it's a whole different it's, it's different experience for sure yeah yeah i like it i personally like it better with my kids okay some people some people beg to differ but uh with my kids it's it's more magical to me because they're experiencing something so new and fresh that uh that brings me more joy than it did myself i love going by myself or with with adults but it's just it's more magical with my kids for sure yeah for sure man for sure um so during i know you said uh earlier that life for you has looked differently since covid and, and all that stuff going on but um with the time that you've had i guess a lot of time to probably reflect and relax a little bit more and things have been a little easier. How has your relationship with God grown through this time? Would you say? Yeah. Um, this has been probably the best thing that could have ever happened to, to me. Uh, Mm. And I, and I, and I pray it's the best thing that's ever happened to a lot of Christians because I like personally, I've in a way hit the reset button on who I am as a believer. My, my perception of church and how church should look um, is it has changed drastically. Um, mm. I've always been so in love and I, and I still am. I've always been so in love with the production and making things amazing and beautiful. And um, when you walk in the whole experience, like, like I said, like Disneyland, I want people yeah. to feel, have an experience from the time they get onto our, our, uh, church property drive on to the time they drive off to you know when they get their their heinies in the seat you know like everything yeah, yeah. I want them to experience it and have an amazing an amazing time but 
what this has shown me is it's so easy to get caught up in those things that we almost forget the simple part about Jesus. And in a way, I've, I've been in ministry for 12 years uh, as a pastor. Um, yeah. And this has opened my eyes more than anything in the world to how Jesus really wants to respond in our lives and relationships with people and really what's important. Although the creative side is super important and I believe in it. Um, I really believe that the most important thing is the relationship that, that God wants to have with people and life change. And we, obviously we use creativity to, to help with that. But I, I just, I, I just really feel like he wants me to be a little bit more simpler when it comes to my relationship with him. I, I almost see Christians and myself make things harder than they need to be. And mm-hmm. we've, we, we worry about things that don't matter. And yeah. now all that's been stripped away. Yeah, We don't have, true. we haven't had the building for so long. We haven't had all this stuff. And I'm in, I've, I'm closer to the Lord than I've ever been. Yeah. And I've even thought about like the church as a whole, like I've spent so much time in the office working mm-hmm. that I've haven't been great at being able to be out there and just win people to Jesus. Like I, I had to like really think like, when was the last time I really won someone to Jesus? Yeah. And man. I've been so caught up in the, in the office and creating things that I've almost forgotten about people. So wow. this has been this has been an eye opener, an awakening for me. I hope it's been an awakening for the church as a whole. Um, yeah, I agree. At, at first, it it was super like frustrating and annoying and sad, and it still is in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've learned, and I've been able to take this and go, "Thank you, Jesus, for this time," because yeah. a major reset has been pushed in my life. Mm-hmm. And that's that's powerful right there. I love how you said. Um, you've had that reset moment because um, I know for at least for us for our history when we go 10 years down the road we're going to look back and say hey remember that time when yeah. we were forced to not go to work and they were paying people because they lost their jobs and that we had as Christians had a moment where for one we always complain like god I don't have enough time to do my devotions because I'm busy you know I yes. get my kids ready for school I gotta do all these things and now it's like, okay, well, what's your excuse? Like everything's been stripped away. Just like you said, now we're realizing some things don't matter. Like I don't even remember the last time I went to the movie theater to watch a movie. I can't even tell you the last time I watched sports on TV because it's, it's been a while with all yeah. these things. But then you realize none of those things that consume us so much actually matter when you think of it. If you're a believer, what matters is our time with God and, and spending that time with him just like you said, having those eye-opener moments where you thought, hey, when's the last time, you know, I reached someone for Christ? And, and that's huge, like, for us to even experience that and have that moment. So thank you for being um, so yeah. honest with that, for sure. For sure, bro. Yeah, it's been good. It's been, it's been crazy. It's been hard. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes, you know, I, it's just almost like they talk, it talks about, uh, builders talk about all the time. And if you want a better house, you're going to have to tear it down and re- restart. I feel that's like that's right. what our house was condemned and we needed to, to tear it down and restart. And I'm rebuilding our house, you know, our personal mm-hmm. house right now. And yeah. not that we were bad or anything like that. It's just, I'm, I didn't see things for what they mm-hmm. were until now. 
So it's yeah. been good. Exactly. What would you say um, for you? What are some of like dreams or goals that you have that you haven't achieved yet? <laughs> uh, man, I've got I've got dreams and goals for days. That's that's hey, the problem. That's right. I don't think I don't think I'll ever achieve. Uh, I'll never. I don't think I'll ever sit down and go. I I did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I made it through because once I I hit a goal, I'm like, I I'm like, all right, what's next? You know, that's yeah. that's kind of my my mentality. Um, and so, man, uh, one of the things is I, I really want to, um, I really want to have the financial freedom to not have to take any money from the church at all. Um, that's always been a, uh, a, I guess you could say burden. Like, mm -hmm. I don't think it's bad. I think pastors should get paid and it's, that's the way it should be, you know? And I think that's, right. it's, yeah, yeah. there's, there's value in that, but, um, man, someday I would love to just have an income stream where it pays for itself and I could just serve the church and, yeah. and not worry about that and give, give more to, um, you know, whether it's the things we're doing in the city or give more to other staff members who really work hard, like media guys, guys who graphic or do graphic design and make videos. They're usually the most underpaid, but the hardest working people in the church. That's right. one of those things like I'd rather just give my salary away to those guys because they work yeah. so hard and, you know, stuff like that. Um, that's that's one thing that would be amazing. I'm working on that right now. I started a new a new business that I'm launching right now and trying to trying to make it happen. Um, and then another thing is we me and my wife, we both feel called to, to plant a church, you know, and so oh, that's, um, that's another reason why I'm saying let's create our own income so we don't have to worry about getting paid by the church. Right. Um, so one day we want to do that, you know, so we're, yeah. we're in the midst, we're in the midst right now of planning all that out. I'm actually going to be done working at my current church here in a couple of weeks, uh, mm -hmm. to go full force in all of this. So, uh, so it's scary. It's a huge goal, but we're just like, all right, what's, what's the Lord, what does he have for us right now? Because we know what we're supposed to do. Uh, it's scary. I'm excited, but we're, 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 uh, we're getting ready. We're, we're going to make it happen yeah. for sure. Amen. Well, honestly, um, I, I do have one more question I want to ask after this, but I just want you to know now, like my wife and I will be praying for you guys because that is um, a God dream, I like to call it. Like we just recently joined a church plant um, where we're living now and we moved during this pandemic and everyone thought we were crazy for getting <laughs> up and moving somewhere. They thought we were crazy for being hired when a lot of churches are, are unfortunately letting people go or businesses are closing but we're like, you know, we feel God is in it and he's working in us. And so I just want to pray that over you and your family that yeah, as you guys that. are preparing and getting ready to launch um, a God dream, um, I'm just praying blessing and, and nothing is going to hold you guys back. Honestly, I'm, I'm really excited. I am very excited. For yeah, I appreciate that. Big time. Yeah, I really am. Um, last question that I, that I wanted to ask you, and this is kind of to whoever's watching and, and maybe you probably have been this way early on in your career or early on as a graphic artist um, slash pastor, what would you say to the person that wants to create graphics, um, but they have no schooling, they have no education of anything of any kind, no one's really taught them anything, but they, they're just passionate. Uh, what would you say to that person and, and what would be like their next steps going forward? Yeah, well, that was me, you know, I didn't have any schooling, I had no training, I had nothing. And I was, you know, like I said, my, my hand was forced a little bit to, to just jump in and make it happen. So 
I would say to that person, if you're passionate, if anything you're, you're passionate about, anything worth having is worth the sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And so when it's worth the sacrifice, I think it's important for you to realize that when you put your whole heart into something, just put your whole heart into it. Go for yeah. it. And don't worry. Like we said earlier, don't worry about the likes. Don't worry about the, the, you know, the follows. Don't worry about, uh, you know, failure. You, sh- you should mm-hmm. expect yourself to fail. I failed right. many times. Still to this day, when I create stuff, I'm like, oh, that's, that's terrible. Like, <laughs> as, a, as a songwriter, you'll probably hear, you know, 2% of my songs that I write, honestly. Mm-hmm. You'll, yeah. But you won't hear the rest of them because they're terrible or they're just for me, you know? Exactly. And so, and I'm okay with that. And so, for me, when I'm, if you're a graphic designer or you're creative and you're, maybe you're passionate about painting or whatever, mm-hmm. you got to start somewhere. Just right. the hardest part to doing something new is starting. And if you can just learn to just start and go and run and, and not give up, that's, that's probably the kicker. People yeah. give up after, you know, a week or two because they don't feel like they're very good. Well, Michael Jordan wasn't Michael Jordan on day one. He had to work exactly. for it. I mean, he got, he got cut from his, his sophomore year from the basketball team because he, he wasn't good enough. And, what, and he became the, be- the greatest NBA player ever to be in the NBA. Now, listen, if you're going to argue with me about that, we can have a chat later. But it's <laughs> Michael enough. Jordan is number one. Okay. That's right. I just get, get that off my chest real quick. But, uh, right. but you got to start somewhere. You can't quit. You can't give up. Um, if you quit and give up, that's on you. You can't blame it on anybody else. You can't say yeah. someone didn't like it or it wasn't good enough or so-and-so. My mom said it wasn't, it wasn't good enough. Why am I wasting my time? Man, if I could tell you the amount of times people have told me I'm wasting my time, I would yeah. be living on the streets doing nothing with my life. Yeah. But I decided to just trust the Lord and what he's given me and say, I'm going to go full force and jump in and not give up on my mm-hmm. dreams. You know, and like I said, I'm in the middle of that right now. We, we have exactly. new adventures that we're, we're going on and it is scarier than heck. If I, I can easily just give up and find a nine to five job um, and, and be okay but I decided to create my own business so I can have income and control my hours and do what I feel like we're called to do and not be held back so that I can follow the dreams that God has given us. But it's going to yeah. take sacrifice. It's going to take time. It's going to take rejection. It's going to take failure. It's going to take a lot of moments where people are going to say, you're crazy. What are you doing? People I'm closest to aren't going to believe in it. But yeah. I just need to believe in myself and what the Lord has spoken over me. And when you continue and you move forward, things will grow. You will get better. So don't give up. Man, thank you for sharing that. Honestly, everything you said, I've, I've been there and, and I'm still in the middle as well. Um, but it reminds me, like my wife, she says this all the time, whatever you're not changing, you're choosing. Um, yeah. And I think that's profound what you said. Like the hardest thing for people is to start something. Um, yes. They, they want to give up and it's so easy to do that. But it's like starting I find we, we look at everyone else, we're like, well, I would love to start, but you know, they're doing better than I am. Um, they've had more experience. And a lot of times the people that we say have more experience, just like you said, had nothing when they started and they might be five years ahead, but when they started, they knew nothing. They had, exactly. they still have bad days. Exactly. So I think if we all just realize as artists or creatives, that whatever we feel God is telling us to do, that's yes. for us. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't feel like there's a copycat version of ourselves. There's original. There's an original version of who we are. He created us differently. Um, so thank you for for sharing. And again, thank you for taking the time. 
out of your day to to do this with me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate the invite. Yeah, man. Anytime. Well, you let me know um, if if there's anything I can pray for you guys. You just let me know. But we're we're praying for you. We're here for you, and uh, we're just believing great things for you and your family, man. Awesome. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate it. Definitely. All right. Well, take care and enjoy the rest of your day. All right. We'll we'll see you. All right. Bye. Bye.